Our kind Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for this faith of the people. Even after many, many years has passed, still you have people that believe. We're so thankful tonight for the opportunity to be associated with them. Fellow citizens of the kingdom of God, pilgrims of this world, strangers professing that our inheritance is of above and not of this world. And we pray tonight that thy great power will be manifested among us in so much that the lame walk, the blind see, those with heart trouble be made well, the cancers healed, demons cast out, sinners saved, backsliders reclaimed, the glory going to the Father of Spirit and the Lord Jesus Christ. For we ask it in his name and for his glory. Amen. Be seated. The Lord God bless you each one as we have gathered again this evening for another service in the name of him who has redeemed us, the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm trusting by his grace that God will give us today the exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could do or think. May God give it to us tonight. It's a little cooler and we're very happy for this, that it is cooler. And now, as you know that our beloved brother Baxter does the speaking at night, usually I have just a little something and then go to right straight to the service. It's always a privilege to have brother Baxter speak because whenever I try to speak myself, preach, and then turn right around for the service, it certainly is shocking. To It's the same spirit, but it's two different types of ministry. One of them is the preaching. Well, it doesn't tire me. I can just preach right on, but, but when it comes to one vision, oh my... You know the difference then. And now I'm praying for the sick. I can pass the people by and pray for them. Last Sunday afternoon, a week ago, I prayed for 4,000 people individually, one right after the other one. They counted them as they went through. 4,000 take me several hours to get through them. Never bothered me. No more tired than I am right now. See? Never bothered me a bit. But let one vision happen. I just don't, I just don't know. It just gets so weak. Many people can't understand that. I can't understand it. Only God knows about it. But there's something about seeing a vision, another dimension, that weakens the human being. It's been through the ages. The prophets of old, when they seen visions, they were troubled at their head. You remember Daniel said he was, saw one vision. He was troubled for several days at his head. A woman touched the hem of Jesus' garment. And he said, virtue or strength has gone from me. And I can see him laying the boat one night. And the, even the waves didn't even wake him up. He was so weak and tired. He was human the same as God. And the human part is what weakens. Now, we trust that you'll just have faith and believe. Now, tonight I wish to read just a little portion of scripture in order some way just walking right straight to the platform yet there's something about human spirit 
that you have to get the human spirit settled to you. I used to say, that's psychology, Brother Branham. Well, if it is, the Lord Jesus Christ used it. He put them all out of the house that day at Jairus when he rose his, raised his daughter up from the dead. Do you remember that? Took a man outside the city and put plaster over his eyes and healed him. Another deaf man, he made to hear. Peter, when he went into the house where Darkus is dead, the women were all weeping and going on. He put them everyone out of the house like that. Get to himself alone. Jesus usually taking two or three as a witness like Peter, James, John. But you have to sometimes be alone. I notice the most powerful times that I have under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. My wife present tonight knows it. It's when I get a patient to themselves. Off in the room where there's no one but just them and myself. Ask someone who's been in there. And they will know. That's when really the Lord works mighty. But now in this way... It's no more than just a sign to you people that Jesus Christ is vindicating that what's been preached to you is the truth. See, God, Hebrews 11, 2 says, God testifies of his gifts. God makes manifest. Now, what Brother Baxter has told you tonight and other nights in the afternoon services, the instructions and so forth. Then the Holy Spirit comes into the meeting as another demonstration or, or vindication that what's been preached to you is the truth. There's no shadow at the judgment for us to have a way of escape at all. Because God in every way has combed everything to make us believe. The first thing is his word. Seemingly to me, if someone wouldn't believe my word, well, I, I wouldn't have much confidence in the person. But God is different. Though you do not believe his word, he's yet willing to come to you in some other way to manifest his love to you. Isn't that wonderful? How unworthy we creatures are of such love. Brother, sister, that's what the world needs today is some more love of God. That's what the world's hungry for today is more love of God. If we show a little more love to one another, a little more love towards God, how much better our churches and individuals and how much better we'd be if we just love one another. If we love one another, then we can love God. For God is love. Now, in the scriptures, I wish to read just a little potion and about five minutes talk before we go into the healing service. And it's found over in St. Mark. Many of you who like to keep it down. St. Mark, the 11th chapter. And beginning with the 20th verse, I'll read just a portion here. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus, answering, said unto them, Have faith in God. The story is very striking, as all Bible readers that's read much of the scriptures knows the instance. Jesus came down from the hill as a human, a man who had been up all night fasting. He came down to find something to eat, looking on the tree. 
how we could take that from a dozen different angles tonight of being the Jewish nation that was cursed. And many, every word of God written is inspiration and it hooks the whole Bible together on every word in the Bible. It's the most wonderful book that was ever written. There's never a piece of literature ever written like the Bible. It's the only book in existence that tells you where you come from, who you are, and where you're going. We've got libraries full and streets full and book rooms full, but never one of them, not none of them, none of their, their great philosophers that's, that's raised and fallen, they have never been able to tell us what this Bible has told us. And all true science moves right back to the Bible for its evidence. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, He was the Word of God here on earth. We know that He was God's Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. People today try to liken Jesus into a prophet. He was more than a prophet. He was the Emmanuel. God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. He was, uh, is either the, he was either God himself manifested in flesh or the greatest deceiver the world's ever had. He was God. He was both human and God. Coming off the mountain, he was hungry like a man. When he saw the tree, he looked to find figs and there was no figs. And he said, no man eateth from thee. Turned around and walked away. I wonder why he didn't wait to find out whether that tree is going to wither away or not. What did Jesus do to that tree? He merely called the life out of it. He didn't wait to see if it withered away or not. He knew it would wither away. He had said so. And the word of God was in him. And whatever he said, it had to come to pass because it was God speaking out of a man. And everything that God was, God emptied his entire being into Jesus Christ. And everything Jesus Christ was, he emptied into the church. That's what's the matter with the Pentecostal church tonight. The full gospel people, they just don't realize who they are. You don't realize the power that's right in this building tonight. But it's harnessed down by unbelief. That's the only thing. If God could ever get an avenue to work through you, it would be marvels what he could do. But it's harnessed. You won't let it loose. You keep it with, your un- with unbelief. And I feel sorry for the American people. They have so much theology taught to them. One says, oh, well, it's this and the other and this. And you've got so indoctrinated to you, you, you hardly know what to believe. Brother, listen, and my sister, listen tonight. Jesus Christ is always truth. His manifestation, his resurrection, his power has always been the same. And that's what's truth tonight is Jesus said, I am the truth, the way, the truth, the life. Is the resurrected Jesus Christ making himself manifested by the power of his word. Proving that he is what he said he was. So it leaves ever, ever doubt. A skeptic has no way of escape. He has to believe or either just turn his back on God and say there is no God. That's the only way he can do. Become an infidel. Now, in this Jesus said, no fruit grow on you. And the next day when they come through the by the tree of course the apostle peter always watching for every little thing that he uh, could think to look at why he looked over and he said while well, master behold the tree what's already withering well jesus turned to him and said have faith in god for if you say to this mountain be plucked up and cast away and don't doubt but believe that it'll come to pass you'll have what you ask for 
Isn't that simple? You, you, people look for faith today, but somebody that's got some something other like to touch a totem pole or to do something else or say some hocus pocus words over someone. That's religious superstitions. There's no truth in that. God's word is the truth. This is the truth. And Jesus Christ is the word made manifest. People today are not watching as we're going into India now. They, we was told by the authorities, some of the great authorities from India. Don't come over saying we're missionaries. We've got all your tracks and know more about it than you do. See, they had religion before America was ever formed. They had Jesus Christ. So what we want is somebody who can make the word manifest. That's what we want to see it. Someone who can make the word be alive. The letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. See, so the word manifest is what we need today. Now, how much do you judge the word of God? Jesus judged it. Whatever the Father told him, he did it. He believed it. But us today, the Father can show us something, and we stumble over it. I wonder if we could correctly be the children of Abraham, then, who was, was strong and is a, lingered on for the 25 years for the promise to be fulfilled. Instead of getting weaker, he grew stronger. We grow weaker in one night's time. He grew stronger for 25 years and brought the past what God had promised. You see what I mean? Now look. The world's a trembling. Today, while driving in a taxi cab with a man, he was telling about how the highways has got signs out here. This highway will be uh, blocked off, used for military purposes in case of a raid. New York's a trembling. I just left Los Angeles. Trembling. Why? Something's fixing to happen. We spurn mercy. There's nothing left but judgment. That's all it can come is judgment. I'll look for something horrible. I'm not prophesying. I'm only got my heart open to the word of God and watching things as they're heaping up. Something's got to happen right away. What would a conglomeration of mass tramp down humanity would take place if the sirens would ring and this, this city was to be raided? They don't have to leave Russia or any other countries to do it. They can just shoot the missiles right over here and do it. They have to ring no siren. It's done in a minute's time. They've already got it. Test proved. What's the matter with us, the Christians? We've laid down on our job. That's right. Science has taken men farther with his five senses than ministers has taken him with his soul, his spirit, which is super over his science. I'd just like to ask you a question. Many of you brethren in here can go back with me to the old Model T age. Science could only... Now listen, just before I close, here's a remark I want you to remember. Science is only as good as it can measure. As close as science can measure, that's how powerful they become. And as close as the church can measure, that's just as powerful as the church becomes. Science about 35 years ago, could only measure to ten thousandths of an inch. In that, they could make a T-model Ford with a ten thousandths of an inch piston ring, which could give it the terrific speed of about 25 miles per hour. Up above it, set a spark plug. The valves pumped the gas up, the gas fired by the spark plug, but it lost so much of its compression as it went out with a ten thousandths of an inch, it could only drive it at that. 
of 35, 35 miles an hour was an extremely good fast T-model Ford. Now, did they stop at that? No, sir. They can go down to a hundred thousandths of an inch now. They're cutting in their rule, measure and closure. Now they can take that same Ford or that same piston in a jet plane and almost drive it 600 miles per hour with the same spark plug firing over the top of it. Why is it? They can measure closer. Then nothing leaks out. The pressure's there, but your measurement wasn't close enough. They could even take that hundred thousandth of an inch and split an atom with it. Are they stopping? No, they're going on. But us? Oh, well, we're satisfied with what Moody said. What Finney said. Then, man, we're all right. They were Christians. Brothers, it's in glory. The first time the rule was ever made on the, laid across the word of God, how do you measure it tonight? What value has the word of God got to you? Now look, Christian, Martin Luther come out, laid it across Catholicism and found out that you just live by faith. He left a great gap there. Many things passed through. But he believed that the just should live by faith and he stepped out on it because God's word said so. He measured God's word out to the people, just shall live by faith. Along came a little fellow from England by the name of John Wesley. He measured to the people a little closer. He cut the rule in a little closer, could measure closer. Sanctification, as they called it in them days, the second work of grace. Look what he done. He introduced holiness to the church. Along come Pentecost and measured down the gift of the Holy Spirit. Speaking with tongues and signs. But we're just letting the big gap through. Let's us tonight lay the measure of God down and measure the whole word of God. The same Holy Ghost that fired the piston back there that brought him out by faith, justification. Same one gave ju sanctification. The same one gave the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That same power of the same Holy Ghost can move the church to perfection. And it will do it. To everything that God has promised in his word. God will do it. The trouble it is, let's, let's cap out the world. Let's measure God's word and it's the truth. Have faith in God, Jesus said. For if thou shalt say to this mountain, be moved and don't doubt it, it'll do just what you tell it to do. Isn't that wonderful? Let's measure up. I don't care. The Lutherans are fine. The Baptists are fine. The Methodists are fine. The Pentecostals are fine. All these different things is all right. But let's put it right down and say every word of God is true. Everything God said is perfect. And if he said, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive it, I believe that's the truth. God, let me lay my measuring stick down on my soul and spread it across God's word and say, God, it's the truth. Send the unction of the Holy Ghost and fire the cylinder above me. I'll believe every word of it. You'll see things take place. Do you believe it? Jesus is risen from the dead. He's just doing all kinds of things to get people to believe it. But we're just so loose. We let it slip through. He could come here tonight, walk out on the platform, visible in a body with nail-scarred hands and return. He's here in the form of spirit, but not in the form of flesh. When he brings his body back with him, well, it'll be the second coming. It'll all be over then. But he could come here in the city of, of this great city of New York tonight. And there'd be tens of thousands, yes, millions of them would laugh at him, make fun of him. That's exactly right. Because they're just so loose. They just, oh, I don't know what I believe. See, they're not willing to take. They're not willing to believe. They're not willing to settle themselves to what the word of God says. Jesus said when he was here on earth, 
the things that I do shall you also. Even more than this will you do, for I go to my Father. The very works that he did here on earth is said that we could do the same thing by his resurrected power. And yet God will manifest it amongst the people and they still won't believe it. I could tell you why just now, but I won't. Because I don't think it's seasonable at this time to let you know why. But you who do believe should be a very happy people. That God has called you to a faith in him. Shall we pray? Father... Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And we thank thee tonight for the faith that we have in thy word, in thy son, the Lord Jesus. And we pray tonight that this little group, little handful of people here in this great, massive city, out tonight drinking, gambling, crowsing, trying to satisfy their souls with lust and passions and not knowing that the very hand of God, the wrath of God lays right at the door. God, I pray for a revival. Is it possible we could have it, Father, before I see this nation into bits? We thank thee for those who have been called out. You said that the ones that escaped in that day, the branch of the Lord, the people of God, would be beautiful. And we thank Thee for the beauty of holiness, clean, Holy Spirit-filled people living for You. By Your grace, they are this. And we thank Thee. And Thou hast said there would be some the world would never see You no more. But there would be some that would see You through every age to the end of the world. A little while and the world seeth me no more. Yet ye shall see me, for I'll be with you even in you to the end of the world. We thank thee tonight for the yees. And pray that more of the world will become yees. Grant it, Lord. Now in the very humble way that I have of, of speaking the gospel to the people, I pray that you'll let the angels of God take their positions in this building now. And may every Christian lay the word of God down on his heart just now and say, Lord, I'll measure every iota of the word. I'll not let nothing slip by, but I'll believe you, Father. And then may the Holy Spirit come like a rushing wind and sweep every sinner into the kingdom of God, every backslider back to the house of God, and every sick person to the good health and strength. Grant it, Father, for we ask it in the name of thy beloved child, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for your kindness. I didn't aim to speak that long. But as you know, anybody who speaks, they begin just one thing after another, and you start reaching for it. Humble yourselves in heart. It's not hot tonight in here, so white yourselves before God. And be ready. And when the Holy Spirit shall make a move to you, don't wait till you come to the platform to be prayed for. When something down beneath your body, in here in your heart, begins to say, yes, I believe, that's the time to accept it right then. It won't bother me. It'll help me. When I see a responding of faith everywhere, it always is an edifying, always. So the Lord bless you, my Christian friends. We never come here 
for any other purpose. God, who knows my heart, knows that we're heading across the waters. And if it wasn't a vision from the Lord, I certainly wouldn't be going. <laughs> That's right. The last time over, we almost got killed. You know about it. And the plane. And so I, I, if it wasn't for the vision of the Lord, I certainly would not leave my wife and family, my home friends. Someone said to me, are you aiming to go back again? I said, oh, yes, because the Lord has told me so. I have the vision wrote out here, and I'll tell it to you so you can write it down and see if it doesn't come to pass just the way he said it would be. That's why we're here. We always love to come to you New York people so we can have a little springboard for overseas. About the only time we get to visit you. I pray that you'll be humble in your heart. You might not agree with me on my theology of the way I teach the word. It may seem a little different from what your pastors and so forth teach it. But don't just don't fall out with me. Just love me anyhow. Because I love you anyhow. So it doesn't matter. All right. Now we will call the prayer line. Brother Baxter, uh, he was sure just a few. Or built what? Let's call from. Let's go back and call from number one tonight. Again, make another call to number one. Who has prayer card number one? What's the letter? W? All right. W number one. Who has? Would you raise your hand somewhere with a prayer card? W number one. Look, I'll watch your prayer cards and you people. Turn it over. Look on the back of it. On the front of it here, it's got my picture and a little place for your address and name. On the back of it, it's got a letter and a number. And it'll be a letter W and start off with one. Has anyone got that prayer card? W number one. Raise up your hand. Do you have it, lady? Have you got W number one? All right. Number two. Who has number two? Number two. All right, sir. Number three. Number four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, let's stand those up first. W one to W ten. Line up over here to the light with the ushers, if you will. And then we'll see how we come along. W1 to W10, if you will. Right over here at the organist now will give us a little uh, key of uh, abide with me, only believe or something that way. How many believes that God loves music? Thank you. Some time ago, someone said to me, said, Brother Branham, there's one thing that I have against as you have music with your meetings. I said, the Lord likes that. I said, oh, not music, no, no. I said one time there was a prophet who got all, he kind of ruffled up because some fellows come to him and, and we kind of got him out of humor and his name was Elijah. We don't like to think that, but it's the truth. And he said, if it wasn't I respected the presence of Jehoshaphat, I wouldn't even look at you. My, what a word for a prophet to say. But he said, nevertheless, bring me a minstrel. Is that right? And when the minstrel began to play, the Spirit of the Lord come on the prophet. Visions began to happen. He began to see things when he got in the Spirit and the music helped bring it on the prophet. If the Spirit, if music will help in that day, it'll help today also. Don't you believe so? So I'm a lover of music and I know the Lord loves music also. All right. Now, I believe, did all ten of them go up, brethren? All right. That was, where did I, from 50 to what? What? I say? You have, how many missing? No. One? 
Number four is missing. A prayer card, W4. Would some of you look at your name? All's got cards. Look at your cards. Look at somebody else's cards. Prayer card, W4, is a missing. And it's uh, must be... Uh, it's someone maybe can't hear, maybe deaf or something. If you just look, it'll help us a whole lot if you'll do it. And sometimes it's not English-speaking people. And I, I don't want to leave anyone out when their prayer card is called. W4. All right. And now let's call. What was that, up to 10? Now let's call up to 25. W1 uh, to 25. Let's see how, let them line up over here, W, 1 to 25. And then we'll see how they line up. And Sometimes I don't get to all of them. I just do the best that I can and, and I'm... I can just imagine now as we quieten this all just before we trust the Holy Spirit will come in our midst. I can look back. Let's turn our views back to Jerusalem. I could see a man coming down off the mountain with three men following him. A man in his middle age. I've read where they said that they judged him to be in his 50s, but he's only 30. Perhaps his work was so strenuous, his beard was probably turning gray. And They told him he was a man about 50 when he was 30. His life was short, but packed full. And I see a, a, a father coming with a child. Poor little fellow had epilepsy. Of course, they called it a devil land, but they, they just give it another name today. It's still a devil. And said, I brought him to your disciples, and they couldn't do nothing for him. Jesus said, if thou canst believe, well, all things are possible to them that believe. Is that right? Only believe. For all things are possible to them that believe. That's just as real today as it was the very hour he spoke it. All things are possible to them that believe. All right, brethren, are they all, all in? All in. All right, sir. Would you bring them in? Now, back in the room where the, the people are, I want you to have faith, and I want you in the audience to have faith. And now... You just be reverent if the Holy Spirit shall speak and you do whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do. No matter what it is, how impossible it seems, you do it anyhow. For if you do not, that shows that you, what? Unbelieve. Is that right? Go ye and what no more? Sin no more. Or worse things come. Is that right? What is sin? Sin is unbelief. Drinking, smoking, gambling, committing adultery, that isn't sin. That's the attributes of sin. You do that because you're not a believer. And 
peace and joy and love and goodness. That isn't, that isn't salvation. You do that because you are a believer. See? See, that's, you, it's, the whole thing hangs on whether you are a believer or not a believer. If you're not a believer, you're a doubter. You say it isn't right. And you do things that you oughtn't to do. That's because you're an unbeliever. And so the Bible said, go and disbelieve no more or a worse thing come upon you. Now, I want you just to come over this way, lady. Now to the audience. Is there anybody here for the first time? Let's see your hands if there is. Well, each night, thank you. Each night it's about that way. Now to you newcomers, I am not a divine healer. I'm your brother in the Lord Jesus. I do not claim to have powers to heal. And I strictly say that there's nobody on earth today that has powers to heal. That healing has already been purchased like your salvation in Calvary. When Jesus died, that's when he saved you and when he healed you. But you can only draw from that as you believe and accept. Now, but when Jesus was here, he said, the things that I do shall you also. He said, I can do nothing in myself. Did he say that? St. John 5, 19. He said, I only do what I see the Father showing me to do. Is that right? St. John 5 said, the Son can do nothing in himself, but what he sees the Father doing, that doeth the Son likewise. For the Father worketh, and the Son worketh hitherto. In other words, Jesus said, I do not do nothing except the Father shows me. That's the reason he talked to the woman at the well to find out where her trouble was. He seen Nathaniel coming, and he told him where he had been before he even come to the meeting. And the, what did the religious world call him? A devil, a fortune teller, Beelzebub. But what did the believer call him? The son of God. That's what he was, the son of God. Now he said, the things that I do, you shall do also. Always, even to the end of the world, I will be with you, even in you, manifesting the same thing to the end of the world. Is that scripture? A little while in the world will see me no more, yet ye shall see me. For I, personal pronoun, will be with you. He said, just the disciples. Oh, no. Even in you until the end of the world. Making Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. If the woman here is sick, I do not know. I've never seen her in my life. If she's sick, there's nothing at all I could do to heal her. There's nothing no one else can do to heal her. If Jesus was standing here tonight like I am standing in, in flesh, he could not heal her. He'd tell her, I did that 1,900 years ago when I died for you. Don't you believe that? Well, if she'd say yes, now he would know her. Probably know who she was and all about her. If the Father would reveal it to him. But he wouldn't know until the Father revealed it because he said he didn't. Then he'd stand here and out in the audience as you people would have faith. Like the woman had touched the hem of his garment. She was satisfied. She said, I've touched him now. I'm going back out. I believe I'm going to be well. She thought in her heart that the blood issue had stopped. Jesus turned around. Her faith touched him. He said, thy faith has saved thee. See? Many other instances. Say you're stalling for something, Brother Branham. That's exactly right. Sure, I'm waiting on him. If he doesn't come, I can't minister. I can do nothing, not a thing. But when he's here, he can do all things. 
And he can do it through me if I can submit myself enough to him. The only thing it is yielding yourself to the Holy Spirit. Just yielding, knowing how to yield your life to him. Now, I know that he will grant it because he has promised he would do it. And if he promises anything, his word is good. That's why I've never feared at any time because he's always took care of me. And he will now. He's here. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I take every person, every spirit under my control for his glory. And now, lady, I want to talk to you just a moment. Being that you're the first patient, I realize these microphones are alive. And they, that's, they do it a purpose so the audience can listen. Now, if we are strangers to each other, do not know one another, never seen each other, is that, that's true, isn't it? If that's true, would you raise your hand? We do not know one another, never seen each other. This is our first meeting time. But God knows both of us. He knows all about us. And someday we're going to stand in His presence to give an account for everything that we ever did. You believe that, don't you? Do you believe if the Lord Jesus was standing here now that He would be able to know you even before you was born? Well then, if He's here and promised that He would reveal to His servants the same thing, and you believe that He could do it, and if He would, would you accept Him Believe him with all your heart, with all your heart. You realize that something's going on, lady. It isn't your brother's presence that's doing it. It's the Holy Spirit. Now, just I want you to just you're shook just a little because I'm trying to get you quite for that which is on you now isn't to hurt you, it's to help you. It's his presence. And now you become getting dim to me. That's his presence. You're you're doing some kind of a mercy work. You are a nurse. And you suffer with a stomach trouble. You can't eat. It's a condition in the stomach. It's causing you trouble. And you've got a, a, a place that troubles you in your back. And that was caused by lifting a patient one time and strained your back. Those things are true. Now, if God is present to say what is true, you know whether that's right or not. Ever what he told you is in your back life. Will you believe me as his prophet tonight? You're healed. You can go. God bless you. For I see you time after you're well. God believe me. I have faith. Just don't doubt. Now, do you in the audience, you start believing now. 
You say, Lord, I, I believe the man has told me the truth because he's testified of Jesus Christ. Do that and see what will happen. How do you do, sir? Suppose you and I are strangers to each other, but the Lord Jesus knows both of us, does he? He does. There's a dark, evil spirit moving in the building. It's hanging over a little colored boy sitting out here in the audience. I see the little fellow kind of having some kind of spell. It's epilepsy. It's that child sitting there, mother. That's him. Put your hand over on him, sister. Yeah, put your hand on his little head, if you will. Almighty God, have mercy on the child. Now, Satan, you're exposed. And by the name of the living God, the Lord Jesus Christ, I adjure thee to leave that child. You can't hold him. The Lord God rebuke thee and come out of him in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Have faith now, sister. You believe the boy's going to be well? It's gone from him at the time. I'll stay away if you just keep believing. Here comes that same evil spirit moving again. It's left the child, but no, it isn't. It's away from the child, but here's another one. Sitting right there. You have epilepsy also, lady. This lady sitting right here. You perhaps don't have a prayer card, but you don't need a prayer card. You just need faith. You have one. Lay your hand over on her, sister. You're sitting next to her. Do you believe right now, lady? That devil's going to leave you. Audience, be reverent. These things go from one to another. Almighty God, who raised up his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, from the dead. He's alive tonight here who said to the father, brought the epileptic child down. Oh, Satan, you knew that was the Lord Jesus then. You had to listen to his voice and so will you now. For he has told us whatever we ask, believe we receive it. And I ask that that evil spirit go from the woman and may she get well. In Jesus Christ's name, I ask that. Amen. I have faith, sister. Have faith. You shall have what you ask for if you'll just believe now. Excuse me, you're still the patient. I, it, it just left me and went to the audience, you see. I just want to talk to you. I, are we, we're strangers to each other, I believe. Uh, I'm not beside myself, but yet it's something different. I can't explain it. But God knows all of it, brother. Of course, seeing you stand there with the glasses on, of course, I could say it was your eyes. But I wouldn't pass you through like that because the public knows that you got glasses on. If I'd say something's wrong with your eye, sure, they know it is. But 
There might be something else. And maybe there's something down farther in life. Or maybe something it is to be. I do not know. And he may not never show me nothing about you. But if he does, and something that you know that, that I know nothing of, and if we being strangers, I know nothing of you in the first place. But if the Lord Jesus can reveal something about you, you'll believe with all your heart, will you, sir? Will the audience do likewise? Now you just look here and believe. And if he should talk, just let him finish. Then you can know whether it's truth or not. Sometimes when you speak while the vision's going on, it breaks the vision. But I, I just trust that he'll help you in some way. Well, one of these days, we've got to stand in his presence at the judgment bar. You want to get over that diabetes? Sitting there, you believe that God will make you well? Yes, you believe it? The man sitting here with a little white coat on? You're sitting there praying, wasn't you? Or stand on your feet. Jesus Christ. Lay your hand over on the lady next to you there. Now put your hand down on the one on the next side. The next side, lay there. She has, no, the one right on the other side of you there. Other side of you, sir. That lady. Put your hand over on her. She had a female disorder also. Heavenly Father, in the name of thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, I rebuke the devil. There are people's faith arising in such a way that now Satan knows that he's, he's lived his day. Soon he shall receive his judgment. And tonight he'll have to leave these people. Come out of them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As the church of the living God. As the newborn babes in Christ. With the name of the Lord Jesus to execute judgment upon evil powers. I say by the authority of God's word come from the people. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Your face saves you. Go rejoicing. It's done. It's finished. Your drainage stops, sister, so you won't have to be bothered with it no more. Oh, that's the way to believe. That's it. Have faith in God. Just believe with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. I can only do as he tells me that people are praying, sir. Here he comes again. Didn't you just have your head down praying, the lady in a pink dress sitting right back there? You, yes. You believe me as his prophet? Have a rectal trouble has been bothering you. Isn't that right? The lady right there in a pink dress. Wasn't you praying when I turned my head? You bowed your head to pray right there. It's gone from you now. Your faith has saved you, sister. God bless you. I never healed you. You're satisfied that something has happened to you. If that's right, wave your hand. The lady there, yes, wave your hand back and forth like that. Erectile trouble. Burning, hurting all the time. Cease now. Wave your hand if that's right. See, you're healed. Your faith has saved you. The same kind of faith that the woman had that had the blood issue when she turned around. Jesus said, Thy faith has made thee whole. Your faith touched him tonight through his church and through his being here. Now go home and you'll be well.
Don't doubt. Have faith. Would you just stand around this way just a little bit, sir? I, that right here. I can, no, just look at me, but I just want to get my back to the audience. Just a you believe me, do you, sir? I truly believe it. Or between you and I seems to be a welcome spirit. The more I talk to you, perhaps the more the Lord Jesus would show us, tell us, reveal to us. Of course, there's many more standing out on the line. The more I talk, the weaker I get. You realize that. But you believe me. You're a Christian man. And I see you being taken somewhere with a sheet over you. It was into a, an operation that's repeating the second time you've had two operations. And they've taken from you a tumor. And that tumor has returned. It's on you again. In that, they've taken, a, they've taken ribs from your body. And them ribs come off of the, let's see, you're turned towards your window. It was on the, they come out of the right side. Your ribs was taken out on the right side. And I see you are trying to do something. You're deaf in the left ear. Now I see some palm trees are blowing, waving. It's, you're not from this country, but you're not from a palm tree. Oh, you're from a mountain country, a coal mining country where there's a lot of cedars or pines. And you're from West Virginia. But you are... There has been a man, someone come get you from Florida, that's come from Florida where the palm trees are, a tall man, thin, kind of bald-headed, has come and got you and brought you here to the meeting. Those things are true, sir. Yes, Then you know you're in the presence of something, don't you? If I remember right, you was deaf in your ears or somewhere. Come here just a minute. Let's see the kingdom of God be manifested. Will the audience bow their heads? Lord God, creator of heavens and earth, author of life and giver of every good gift, that the audience might know that you're Christ, the Son of God. We pray now for mercy. Let the power that raised the Lord Jesus from the dead now come into this brother and give him new hearing. Thou demon, evil one, come out of him, thou deaf spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, leave him. Was it this ear over here? Yes. You hear me now? Yes. You hear me all right? Yes. How long have you been deaf in that ear? I thought so. Archie, may raise your head. The man was deaf all of his life in his ear over here. Now you see my finger. You hear me all right? Yes, sir. Say amen. Amen. I love the Lord. I love the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I watch, I'm just whispering. Watch, I pop my finger here, see? I love the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You are healed. You can go home rejoicing, my brother. The Lord Jesus is with you. Have faith in God. Jesus said, if you say to this mountain, be moved, plucked up and cast into the sea. And don't doubt, but believe that what you say will come to pass. You'll have what you ask for. I believe I get what I ask for. 
for I asked it for God's glory. You have faith in God. Will you come? How do you do, lady? Are we strangers to each other? Yeah, just saw me from the audience. A few years ago in the audience. Yes, ma'am. Well, that makes us then strangers to each other. Only Jesus Christ knows us both. Isn't that right? Now, while his anointed presence is here, as he talked to a woman one day at the well, just merely to contact her spirit, the father had no doubt told him to go up by the way of Samaria. And when he stood on the well and he seen the woman coming, perhaps dressed us the way the father had told him that she would be dressed. And what if you thought the father told me while I was yet in the building sitting downstairs that there'd be a woman come to me tonight dressed in a blue dress with gray hair. Would you believe it? Yes, I You would. And if he told me that this woman was having trouble sleeping, she's just sleepless, that would be the truth. That would be you of it. And it would also be the truth that you had an accident and broke your foot. And the x-ray shows one, two, three places is broken, stiff in your foot. Is that right? Then he tells me that you're healed. Do you believe it? Amen. And then they go on your road rejoicing. Wiggle your foot. Wiggle your foot. There you are. There's her foot loose and normal. It's been broken and twisted down for some time. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He gives us his victory, his power. Just believe. That's all I ask you to do is have faith in God. How do you do, sir? You believe with all your heart? You believe that the things that you see done comes from the Lord Jesus? Yes. You do. You have a bursted place, don't you? A rupture. That's in your right side. That's right, it's a rupture in your right side. That you might know that I know by the power of God. You're a married man. You have a wife and she has a growth on her neck. And you come here from New Jersey. Go back home and be well, brother. Lay your hands on your wife. In Jesus Christ's name, may he heal you and make you well. All right, would you? You believe with all your heart? You believe the Lord Jesus Christ is here to reveal to you your life? All about you. If the Lord Jesus will let me know where your trouble lays, will you accept him as your provider for whatever it is? If it's difficult, finance, if it's sickness, if whatever it is, if he'll just tell me what's wrong with you, will you believe him with all your heart? You got several things wrong with you, but the major thing is you're worried about your heart. You got heart trouble. I said you had heart trouble. It's gone from you now. God bless you.
you go in the name of the Lord Jesus be made well. You had the same thing. You've been bothered. You don't know where you know you get weak in the afternoon. Kind of weak spells. You can't complete your work sometimes. You sit down. Nighttime you don't rest well. It's a hideous thing. It comes to women, it's a two burglar. But Jesus Christ is here to make you well. I don't know you, I've never seen you. But I've seen you sitting in kind of an overstuffed chair that's set to a window to the left-hand side when you're sitting there kind of meditating. When you heard about me coming up here, you thought if you could get up in this prayer line, you'd be prayed for, you'd be healed. Isn't that the truth? Only God. You said that in prayer. I'm not reading your mind. I'm just telling you what you have done. And the Lord Jesus Christ is here and has healed you. Now you go on your road rejoicing. Here's another thing. Notice in your life, you haven't been satisfied with the life that you've lived. Isn't that right? You've tried. You've up. Now, no one knows that but you and God alone. But that is the truth, isn't it? Now you have the victory. Go live for him with all your heart. God bless you. You believe with all your heart? If I'd ask God to heal you, you believe his presence are here now and would heal you? Come here just a moment. Lord, may the power of the enemy leave our sister and may she go from here tonight and be made completely whole. I ask this for your glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, I ask it. Amen. God bless you, sister. Believe. Just a moment, something happened just then. Someone was healed. I can't... It was you. You had stomach trouble. It's gone from you. God bless you. Your faith made you whole before you could get here. Let us say praise be to God. Do you believe in God? believe in Jesus Christ? He'll make you well. your hearing eyes. you believe he'll make you well? If God knows what is your trouble, God knows how to heal you, doesn't he? Come here just a minute, my brother. Heavenly Father, in thy kindness, I pray that you'll bless our dear brother. Take this evil thing from him and may go out of the building tonight healthy, happy, and rejoicing through Jesus, the Son of God, I ask it. Amen. All right. God bless you, brother. Go on your road happy and rejoicing now and be made well. If I would tell you that while you were standing in that line back behind the curtain there, that I saw you in a vision of that heart trouble and things and you was healed, would you believe it? You was. So you can just go Everyone believing with all your heart? You believe the Lord Jesus will make you well, sister? You believe that he stands in you, you stand in his presence now? Yes, my trouble. You know, the female of the ladies come. But the Lord Jesus is sure to make you well. Do you believe that with all your heart? Let me take my hand. I want to show you so you'll be sure to know. Won't you look at my hand here? See how it looks? Now watch, I put your hand over on my hand. Now look at it. See how that little white thing's on top of my hand? Now I take it off. It isn't there. Put mine on it. It isn't there. I take your other hand. It isn't there. 
Now put your other hand. You yourself just lay your hand on it. There it is. See? Now if something's going on there, is if you see that, you're doing I use lift your hand off. Just take your hand off. Now, see how how different it looks? Now put your other hand on. You put your hand on yourself. Turn it sideways sort of way down. Flat on my hand. It isn't there now, is it? Now what's the difference in this hand and that hand? Now, do you believe if I ask him, it'll go away? All right, I want you to hold your hand. And you watch mine. Now, kind Heavenly Father, that this woman might know that thou art Christ, the Son of God. Now, I stand here as your servant. I ask for mercy for her and say to this demon that would deceive her and take her life, come out of her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Leave the woman. I want you to drink. Something has happened. Now, lay this hand here on. It doesn't move, does it? Now, lay this hand back, which did turn red. Something's happened, hasn't it? It's gone from you. You're healed. You're well. You can go. God bless you. How do you do, sister? Do you believe with all your heart that you're standing in His presence? The Lord of all the heart lady's trouble, but your lady's your age. You're awfully nervous. It's the kind of life that you know. Only God alone knows those things. But he reveals to me exactly what your troubles is. Isn't that right? Now do you believe that he will make you well? Yes, I do. And kind Heavenly Father, I ask for mercy for our sister. May she go from here tonight well, for I condemn this demon that it leaves her in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you, sister. Go happy and rejoicing now and be made well. Would you come, lady? I don't move if you can help it, friends. See, the angel of the Lord, when it moves in the audience, it's moving, but people moving upsets me. Are you getting tired or weary? It's becoming blurry over the audience and the people's move. It upsets me and you don't know the strain I'm going through to stand here. And I, I pray that I don't do anything wrong to make you or keep you too long. I'm only trying to help the people here. If it was your people, you would be willing to set if it was you. So I won't take your hand just a minute, lady. And every person in this building, do you want to be healed right now? Lady, you were healed of the heart trouble that you've been having. The different things has been wrong. God has healed you now. You go on your road rejoicing. And I want the rest of you stand to your feet just a minute, if you will. I want you to look this way to me just a minute. I get reverent just a moment. I've been just as sincere with you as I know how to be sincere. I've told you the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus has come right around and confirmed that to be the truth. Is that right? Do you believe me now? If I would tell you anything, would you believe it now? You would. I'll tell you this is the truth. That every person in this building... And be made well right now if you just accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your healer. If these other things has been right, this is right. 
And I'll tell you that he now wants to make every person in here well if you're ready to accept it. Are you? If you are, raise up your hand and say, I accept it. Now, Lord Jesus, thou who knows all things, I ask that you be blessed among your people tonight. And these people who are standing with their hands up in the air, send down the power of the Holy Ghost. Like in the day of Pentecost and in the name of Jesus Christ, condemn every sick person. Satan, come out of here. You're a law. You're a ruin. Your host broke. And I now pronounce every person in here under the power of the Holy Ghost that Jesus Christ makes you well.